Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid and for yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption, and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. Thanks for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption. Today, part two of our two-part interview with Robin, the intake coordinator for Building Arizona Families. You may remember her from last week. She's the married, proud mother of four children, one of whom was recently adopted at birth. She studied business management and education at the University of Kentucky. She has experience teaching children in primary and secondary education. Robin started working with Building Arizona Families over five years ago, just after she completed an adoption with Bath. What is one thing that you have always wanted to tell families that are beginning the adoption process, but really isn't like socially appropriate, like politically correct? <laughs> In other words, what is the one thing that you've always wanted to say over and over again, but logistically you really can't, but now you can? What's the one thing you would say? Oh, that's a tough one. Would it be like redo your book or focus more on the pictures or? Oh, oh, um, there's been many times where I've wanted to say redo your book, but I think that as, as far as that, I would say get help when putting your adoption book together because they need to realize that this is, and I, to word it straight out this is how you sell yourself and sell your family to a birth mom that this is your way of saying hey this is us and just be so so careful what you you know how you do that book and what you want them to to see and and how how they get to know you know how they're going to get to know you um so definitely be you know be be um aware of that that profile book what is one common thing that you think that adoptive families coming into the process do incorrectly and maybe it hinders them from being chosen or it you know it kind of turns off some of the staff members and working with them what are some of those things I think that they they definitely need to become educated educated um in the process the actual process and realize you know I think a lot of them think that this is going to be an easy, you know, an easy road and it's not. And I think that they need to realize that when they do make that connection with their birth mother, that they need to accept her. That I think that was a big part in, in my adoption that our birth mother wanted to be accepted and she just wanted support. And I think that if you can make that connection and, and do so with keeping an open mind, 
that it's it's going to make things better in the end. Is there a part of that your job that's your favorite? Seeing the pictures that get sent to me either in the hospital when baby is born or seeing the finalization pictures, it's the end result. And of course, you know, I have fam- some families that I work with more than others and it just knowing that I was just a part of getting them to where they are, you know, on that day where both mom signs cons- signs consents or on that day when they're having their finalization in court. It's amazing. It's such an amazing feeling. All right. What's your least favorite part? Failed adoptions, disruptions. And Grant, I'm not the one usually, you know, that has to make that call, but they do the families when they stay in the program and they come back around. It's hard working with them again, knowing the heartbreak that they've been through. Do you ever feel like they blame you Yes. for matching I- them with Yes, I do. I, I do. And, you know, I mean, I know that, and I tell them all, you know, I wish we had the crystal ball. I wish we could see the end result, but obviously we don't. Um, but yes, that it it's, I have felt that way before and it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard thinking that, um, that, that they, what they've gone through, because it's not only, you know, financial, it's emotional as well. So I, I just, it's so very hard when they come back around. But again, when you do get them to the end and, you know, especially if it's a, you know, if it's a hospital baby born situation and they're on a whim, they're, you know, out here and within 12, 24 hours, they're, they're holding a baby and they know that, okay, we're going to get there. This is, this is the way that it was supposed to be. That's the, you know, the end reward. So you are obviously from Kentucky. (laughs) I am. It's not as thick as I thought it was going to be. You warned me. That's like, not that bad. We love your accent. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, adoptive <laughs> families. We we as you know, we do a lot of adoptions from Kentucky, and uh-huh. I have to say, even having traveled to Kentucky multiple times, adoptive families from Kentucky are drawn to you. They are. They they want to speak with you. Oh. Is this like the good old girls club, or is this <laughs> like what? Why is this? <laughs> I don't know. They say Southern hospitality, maybe. And maybe that's just what I was um, born and raised with. And I still, I love working with families from all across the United States. But when I get to make that call that, you know, they're, they're in Kentucky, I always share with them. I was born and raised, you know, where you're from. And, and I always share with them that, you know, it just makes it very nice being able to work with them as well, just because it's, you know, reminds me of a little bit of home. Yeah. 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 It's nice. (laughs) (laughs) We've definitely made some wonderful connections in Kentucky. So for sure. So (laughs) looking back, what is the most memorable story that you have played a part in? Um, I have to say that it was matching. Well, we, we did an adoption with a family that was from Kentucky. Um, I happened to be at one of our seminars with them and you and Adam were there as well. And I start to talk to this guy and it turns out that he was in a wedding of my brother's best friend. So we had definitely had mutual um, connections and it was like, 
six months later, um, their birth mother comes back into the program. So they come back into our program, and I absolutely still keep in touch with them to this day. Um, oh, cool. It was just, it was crazy how the connections that we had. Um, and, and I still keep in touch with them. She actually is a teacher at a school that I used to do um, substitute, long-term substitute teaching for. It was just such proof that it's a small world that we live in. For sure. Do you have any funny stories? I got a call one day, and when the lady left her name, I was like, I know this last name. This is crazy. So it turns out that her brother um, coached my daughter in all-star cheerleading from the time she was four until 18. And um, she now has adopted two times with us. And all of that came about just by me recognizing her last name. And when I returned her call, I thought, okay, I have to ask because your last name is so uncommon. You know, are you related to, and I said his name, and um, she said, how did you know that? I'm like, um, because I'm from Kentucky, and he coached my daughter in cheer, and she said, oh, no way. So now she has come through the program and adopted, and then in turn, her birth mom came back, and they have adopted again. So they have, and they actually have full siblings. She's actually adopted, and there's her full siblings. And I do still keep in touch with them, too, you know, just because they were always a part of I mean, I'm part of our family. So every time I'm in Kentucky and see their family, I see those kids. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, I look at them and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is just it. This is, I really got to be a part of building their family. And I don't know, we have such a history with that family um, that goes way, way back to like, um, like I said, with him coaching my daughter in cheer. Um, her entire family, you know, her brother that I knew, but yet... Her other sister, her mom, her dad, they all send me messages at Christmas. When I see them, they hug me. They're like, you have no idea what you did for Heather and her family. And I'm like, I, I, I don't feel, you know, I just feel like I was such a small part. And they're like, no, no, you, you're, you've not just changed, you know, like her mom said to me. And this was just this past Christmas. She said, um, you've not just changed Heather and her husband's life. You've changed all of our lives by helping us with these beautiful girls, by helping us, you know, come into connection and have these beautiful girls as a part of our family. So when somebody comes back and says something like that to you, it's just, it's the ultimate reward. It really is. It's better than getting paid, you know, millions of dollars or whatever. You, I'm not I'm just kidding, kidding it's not. (laughs) No, I'm not even kidding you. It's such a, it's just, I don't know, it plays in my heart, you know, because I look at my son, and I'm like, I know how I feel, and I know how bad I wanted to be a parent again, and when you get these, you know, families that come to you, and you know that that's what they want, and they tell you their stories, you're like, I can help you, and you're going to have to trust me, and you're going to have to trust the process, but I can help you, and it's just the, when you see the end result, it's amazing. It really is. You know, I see how Kelly and Building Arizona families and my wife and you and everybody, you've affected people's lives in such a positive way in every aspect of the adoption triad. So I just think it's incredible what you guys do. So you're doing great. You really are. Thank you. Thank you. It is. It's a a joy. And, you know, everybody says when you you find your passion and you can have that you know, incorporated in your job. Mm-hmm. And I'm just convinced that it, 
it was what I was supposed to do all along. And it took me going through the process to really have that focused to me, you know, to voiced to me that this is what I need to be doing. And I, I even told um, the, our caseworker at the time, which I got connected with Becky, but Becky wasn't our caseworker. I told her at the time, I'm like, I need to, I need to do this. I need to learn more and I need to be a part of this. Um, and, and I still, you know, I'm going, I'm five and a half years in and I still learn something every day, every day. If it's nothing but, you know, at, at staff meetings, we learn, um, you know, from our education or we learn from a particular situation, there's still just, it's ongoing. There's always something that you can learn that, that you can enter and turn around and help someone. Robin, thank you so much for all you do and for agreeing oh, to do this you. podcast. And <laughs> you're very welcome. I'm thinking maybe in the future we'll have you back on and maybe you can give your insight into uh, profile books and helping adoptive families create There you go. Absolutely. I would love to offer that. We have a pregnancy crisis hotline available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112. Or you can call our toll-free number 1-800-340-9665. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get you to a safe place, provide food and clothing, and started on creating an Arizona adoption plan or give you more information. You can check out our blogs on our website at azpregnancyhelp.com. Thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption, written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me. Ron Rains. If you enjoy this podcast, rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, thanks to Grapes for letting us use their song I Don't Know as our theme song. Join us next time for Birth Mother Matters and Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Rains, and we'll see you then.